Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Impact of Influence. The tragic story of a powerful South Carolina family and the mysterious deaths that they are linked to. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode. My name is Matt Harris. With me, Seton Tucker. You can find her, S-E-T-O-N Tucker, on Facebook. Or me, Matt Harris, 1028 at gmail.com. Also part of the Matt and Ramona Show on WLNK in Charlotte. I'm going to go through a quick timeline before we dive into the arrest that has been made in this case. And again, big thanks to all of you for rating and supporting and sharing the podcast. It means the world to us. When we started this, we had no idea anyone would listen other than our spouses, and we would have to force them to. Uh, so it has been great, and we want to thank the Island Packet and Fitz News and Post and Courier as we've been gathering things from other news sites and getting our own information, a lot of it through a lot of you people reaching out and emailing us and telling us people to contact. So thank you. Okay, here's the timeline we'll get to. Uh, Friday, September 3rd, Alec Murdoch resigns or is forced out from his law firm, where his brother still works, over a case of misappropriated funds. That case is going to be turned over to SLED and forensic accounting. Saturday, the 4th of September, Alec calls 911 and reports he's been shot in the head. He's flown to a hospital in Savannah. On Monday, he releases a statement through his attorneys that said he's heading to rehab for an oxycodone addiction. On September 10th, which is the following Friday, his lawyers make another statement, I believe to the Island Packet, saying that the gunshot wound was not self-inflicted because they hear the reports out there. They also go into more detail about Good Samaritans, two Good Samaritans, picking up Alec and taking him to the helicopter, the flight flight. And they also talk about a guy in a truck that shot Alec while he's inspecting the tire of his Mercedes SUV. That brings us to September 14th. An arrest is made. Seton Tucker. So I've looked at the paperwork, and in this paperwork, it says that on September 4th, 2021, co-defendant Richard Alexander Murdoch conspired with Curtis Edward Smith in the area of Old Sakahachi Road for the purpose of Mr. Smith assisting Mr. Murdoch to commit suicide. And he gave this statement to SLED on the 13th, so the day before this was filed. And he says in this statement that he was collecting, he wanted to collect the life insurance policy, which was valued at approximately $10 million. Now, they also received a statement from Mr. Smith the day after on the 14th. And Mr. Smith admits that he was present during the shooting of Mr. Murdoch and to disposing of the firearms, but he does not admit to shooting him. So he got rid of the gun. We don't know where at this point. And it was all a scheme cooked up by Alec Murdoch hiring uh, Curtis Edward Smith to shoot him. Then $10 million would go to Buster Murdoch, Alec's son, sole remaining 
member of that nuclear family. And there is a connection that we found, New York Times found as well, between Curtis Edward Smith and Alec Murdoch. The one we came up with was on 8-15-2013, Alec Murdoch was the attorney for Curtis Edward Smith or Eddie Smith when he reduced a traffic violation, ended up being speeding. I don't know what it was originally. The New York Times reports that previously in 2013, there was a personal injury lawsuit that Alec Murdoch represented Curtis Eddie Smith in, which was Curtis Eddie Smith v. American Forest Management, uh, LLL, so LLCC. So that is interesting because American Forest Management handles hunting areas, handles wildlife land, and who knows, maybe there's some connection with all the land that the Murdochs owned. And it was also interesting, though, if you look at uh, Curtis's, or I think he goes by Eddie's mom's obituary, his mom was actually a Murdoch. There, yes, there is. We, It's not a real tight connection. They're like second or third or fourth cousins. I believe a lot of Murdochs and Smiths are in that area, but they are distantly related. Now, let's go to the charges against Curtis Edward Smith. Okay, so he actually has two sets of charges. Uh, Of course, the ones that we were talking about in relation to Alec, where he is facing multiple charges, including assisted suicide, assault and battery of a higher and aggravated nature, pointing and presenting a firearm, insurance fraud, and conspiracy to commit insurance fraud. So he's facing all of those, but in addition to that, there are unrelated charges he has distribution of methamphetamine and possession of marijuana. That's so they went to his house. Right. And that those charges were from Colleton County. And they, those charges were they went to his house to see if there's probably more evidence, et cetera. And the shooting took place in Hampton. But let's talk about the drugs. I mean, obviously we've we know that Alec is in rehab for opioid yep. addiction. Right. And we have it that He's involved in drugs. Right, that he's involved. He's distributing methamphetamine. So, so there could be a connection there. He could there be a could drug be a, guy. There could be a connection with the drugs. But we know that they know each other through previous court cases. So it's not a far stretch to think that he might, helping him, might be helping Alec get some drugs. Now, on September 15th, the day after the arrest, on the Today Show, appears Dick Harputlian, who is Alec Murdoch's attorney and a big deal in South Carolina, he was in charge of the South Carolina Democratic Party for a while. He's a very well-known attorney. And he is on the Today Show. And he says that Alec takes full responsibility for the incident. And he explains what happened. Agreed to shoot him in the head. Um, and uh, this fake uh, car breakdown. Uh, 30 minutes later... This guy shooting him in the head. Didn't try to persuade him not to do it. Didn't hesitate at all. I understand that he should not have done that. Curtis Edward Smith. It's almost though putting a lot of blame on Curtis. Granted, I know Curtis Edward Smith is the guy who was there. I get that. I get that. I get that. And I know Alec, they say Alec Murdoch is taking full responsibility. But the idea of, I can't believe he didn't talk him out of it to this guy who's heavily involved in drugs, it appears. Who who knows? And he doesn't even say he pulled the the... the Trigger. He doesn't say pull the trigger, but he does admit Probably. being involved in some way. Okay, other takeaways from this uh, interview on the Today Show. What are your What are some things you want to mention? So I didn't really know about this. So one thing that Dick Harputlian brings up is that Alec didn't know about this 
end-of-life suicide exclusion that was in his life insurance policy. Right, because they're saying, like, well, you wouldn't get the $10 million if it was suicide, right? And Dick Arputlian is, well, he didn't know his insurance. Right, which I've thought that that was really, I mean, for someone who's a lawyer, I've kind of found it hard to believe that he wouldn't understand that. I guess you could write that off as he was heavily into opioids, would know what's going on. Although they say he got off opioids the day this happened, and that's why he was in this deep, deep depression. Not not the only reason, because obviously there's all this stuff happening with wife two and murdered, son, yes, and, and, and his father died several days. Uh, so they also mention that he was writing checks to drug dealers. Dick Carpulian mentions the, that's how he was paying for his drugs. For 20 years, he's been writing checks to drug dealers. Right. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't personally have any contact with drug dealers, but I mean, it seems odd that he would be writing checks because that could be traced back to drug dealers and it just doesn't seem. Well, I, I would, I, now that I think about it. Unusual. It could be possible if he's writing it out of trust, right? He's writing it out of trust from well, the law firm, then he could be saying, you know, Curtis Edward Smith is a consultant on this well, case. Well, and something. they, yeah, we talked about that last episode with John Snyder. He did say, kind of explain how that could kind of work. But also, Harputlian does mention in the interview that he did convert client and law firm money for his own use. So he didn't. The alleged out the door it. now. The yes. alleged is out. He's he's admitted it on this interview. What else do you take away that we should mention? So he, they also say that he had traveled out of state for this detox from the opioids. So mm-hmm. he is not currently in the state. So a lot of people have been wondering why Smith was arrested and Alec has not been arrested when he is admitted to wrongdoings. And so that could be one reason why. And his lawyer does say in the Today Show interview that he does expect him to be charged. He does. Take a little break and uh, get you ready for some traveling you've got coming up, some international trip where you want to be able to at least get around, right? So you want to learn the language of the country that you're going to. You want to experience it with a little bit of knowledge going in. And you can get a lot of bit of knowledge when you use Rosetta Stone. It's the most trusted language learning program. It's available on desktop. It can also be used as an app on your phone or tablet. And Rosetta Stone teaches through immersion. Instead of memorizing and drilling vocabulary words, you learn by matching audio from native speakers to visuals. You read stories, you participate in dialogues, so you are ready to go. It's the most trusted, time-tested app out there. They've been the expert in language learning for 30 years. Buy Rosetta Stone now, and you never have to pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Impact of Influence listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 40% off. That's 40% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 40% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. The next thing that gets crazy to us is that Dick Carputlian says he's working with another attorney of... Alex, who is a Griffin, and they think they know who did it, or or at least they know someone who knows what happened, uh, a person or persons. And Dick Arpudlian is saying, we're going to have this wrapped up by the week. We they just don't have s- the resources that SLED has. Yeah, we don't have re- like, Well, let SLED do it then, maybe. Yeah. That- there's something weird going on there. Definitely unusual, along with everything else in and, this case. Exactly. So 
these two attorneys are going to solve this case, apparently. And the Today Show uh, asked him this question about that. And what would well, the, the motive be? I'm sorry? What would the motive be? I'm sorry, you're breaking up a little bit. What, what would the motive be, Dick? Um, well, that would reveal who that person is, but it's personal. I mean, the, the motive would be personal. You think you found it interesting that Dick Harputlian was was stumbling a little. He said he did have some technical difficulties. He said he couldn't hear, but it did definitely seem like that question threw him off a little bit. He's probably nervous if he's closing in on this thing and he doesn't want to give anybody the clue. But personal could be a lot of things: love, money, uh, revenge, and. We don't know if there was life insurance on either Maggie or Paul. Right, but it does seem to indicate personal would mean you have a relationship with whoever exactly committed this exactly. crime. Uh, so, yes, to recap, Alec Murdoch pays a guy who he knows has a relationship with through past legal things and maybe buying drugs, Curtis Edward Smith, to shoot him. In the head, kill him, and Buster Murdoch, his son, gets $10 million. Well, if he did shoot him, and I'm assuming Alec isn't moving, pretty bad shot. Yeah, I mean, I, I would think if he was on the side of the road, you know, waiting for someone to shoot him, the fact that he only sustained a sled says a minor head injury. injury. Yeah. I, I know that his attorneys say it was a little bit more significant than sled reported. But he so, was in the hospital long. But he, he was only in the hospital for couple days. A, a couple days. So it does seem a little bit suspicious that that if, if, if you, it, you it was a, a very, you're right, if you paid a guy to, or, I mean, he didn't maybe say. Maybe he's drugged up. We don't know. And we don't even know, because he doesn't even say he shot him for sure. So there's that question. Or maybe they, maybe. Changed his mind. He changed his mind. Uh, which leaves Sled with a whole bunch of things to deal with here. They've got the, 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 the murders of Maggie and Paul on June 7th. That caused the Stephen Smith case to be reopened because of something they found there. So they got that's two. They got a boating obstruction charge that has been reported to be floating around uh, about Alex obstructing justice in the fatal boat accident that killed Mallory Beach. We've got Alex getting shot in the head. They got an investigation of the guy who shot Alex in the head and the drugs. And we got SLED investigating misappropriation of funds. That's a lot of investigating for SLED and Murdoch's. Yeah, going on right keeping, there. Keeping Sled might need to hire a few more employees. Okay, we want to circle back just for a second and give you some of the 911 call from that June 7th night where Alec found his wife and son murdered. Right, because I think the reason why we need to listen to this is because Alec is saying he wanted to clear everything up about his attempted suicide so that they brought attention back to Maggie and Paul's murders. So we want to play a clip of this. And there is noise on the internet that they hear something on this 911 call. You can listen for yourself and try to hear what Alec might be saying. Uh, let's play that clip. I've been gone. I, I just came back. <laughs> okay. And was anyone else supposed to be at your house? Well, we want you to listen to that clip again. Let's play it one more time. Pay attention. To what's Alex saying? Some people hear something, some people don't. Let's hear it. I've been gone. I, I just came back. <laughs> okay. And was anyone else supposed to be at your house? Well, I think it's important that we remember through all this that we don't become complete voyeurs, that there was a lot of sadness and a lot of tragedy involved in all of this. And we do not want to forget. No, family, family members who are wanting justice for their family. I know 
that the Smith family feels that way and actually have heard from other sources that Maggie's family is, you know, a little frustrated with the lack of communication and, you know, people have lost loved ones. And people who are related to folks on the fringes of this are having their names being dragged around. So we are cognizant of that and we just hope that all that justice is found at some point. We want to thank all of you for being here. Were there, oh, there's one little tidbit you found from one of your um, friends, too, I want to add yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So I guess from a local source, there's kind of been a longstanding legend about the first Randolph Murdoch who started the law firm. He was the first prosecutor, and he was hit by a train. But legend has it was he knew he had cancer prior to that, and kind of staged his death so that his family would be able to... Interesting little tale. Right, especially now considering Alec has... An, might have staged. Might have tried to stage his own death as he well. He says he did. He says he did, yes. And they made a lot of money off pursuing railroads. We have lots of thank yous. Uh, again, news sources, Island Packet, Post and Courier, and Fitz News, and others, like uh, the Today Show that helped us out right there. And I want to thank everyone who has reached out to me. I've gotten a ton of Facebook messages with some great tips. I especially want to thank the Murdoch Family Murders, Who Killed Paul and Maggie Facebook Sleuth Group. They have been tremendously helpful. And tonight I will be on the Tales of the Educated Debutante for a second appearance. I'm excited to talk. Hopefully I will have better technical technological success today. <laughs> yeah, you'll be great. You'll be fine. I'm scheduled uh, to be on Cuomo and CNN a few times in the near future, so check that out, plus Nancy Grace and the Dick Wolf production and a whole bunch more. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we will talk soon. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, podcast listeners, I'm Paul Brandis introducing my podcast, Countdown to Dallas. It's a fascinating, in-depth look at the seemingly unconnected events that led to the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. It's based on my book of the same title. In that book and in this podcast, I go all the way back to 1939, when Lee Harvey Oswald was born into a troubled and dysfunctional family. I'll follow his transient and often violent teenage years and young adulthood, painting a fuller picture of the man who would later become Kennedy's killer. I also take a look at events unfolding in that era, like Cuba and Vietnam, and I'll unpack the conspiracy theories, too, not one of which has ever been conclusively proven. Subscribe to Countdown to Dallas at evergreenpodcasts.com or your favorite listening app, October 31st.